welcome back into the living room, everybody. It's yours truly, Mr. Just Right, Mikey Whitesnake, back again with my boy, Lem Biggs, and also we got a couch surfer on our hands. Mm -hmm. John Tom the Jobber is hanging around. I think he's here to promote his uh, upcoming show. I'm in the booth. That's right. He's here, and we also got a very special guest straight from Beckley, West Virginia. Oh, out to, I believe somewhere in the rock, somewhere in the collegiate peaks of the Rockies. Now he exists. <laughs> fellow alumnus of the University of Pittsburgh, fellow teammate on the greatest hockey team at the University of Pittsburgh, the Harry Nips. Oh, Steve rules everybody. Steve, thanks for joining the show tonight. Yeah, welcome aboard, Steve. <laughs> uh, thank you for that kind welcome. Appreciate that. Let me ask you this, Steve, Going real quick. Going deep cuts, talking quick, about Beckley. Before we go too far, I just want to know, Mike told me that he taught Aaron Donald all of his pass rush moves on the defensive line. <laughs> so I just was wondering, what kind of moves did you teach Aaron Donald? Did you teach him, like, dance moves? Or what What kind of relationship did you guys have at Pitt? Oh, no, it was more like uh, it was more like a rip and pull to get to the keg kind of a deal. Okay, that's valuable. That's a valuable skill. I think Steve actually yeah. hung out more with Shady McCoy's crowd. I hung out with more of the Donald crowd. Steve okay. was more of the Shady McCoy type crowd. I, I mean, look, I, I mean, I might have hung out with Doran Dickerson or something, but don't give me too much credit. <laughs> I like Doran Dickerson. I was a big supporter of him back in the day. Uh, oh, yeah. So, you know, Steve comes highly educated. Yeah, obviously. Right. And letting that might be trouble for you because you're you're you took some gambles a couple weeks ago and it paid off. Mm -hmm. Last week you took some gambles, did not pay off. Now you know, Mike, when you gamble, you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them. You know that. Kenny knows it. Steve knows it. We all know it. He's from Buckley. He's heard John's, of gambling. You know that. Have John's you ever heard of that, that before? Yeah. Well, I know it, but I don't do it. I mean, when it's when the pressure's on the line, I got to make up some ground. I go for it, man. I went for it, and honestly, the game sucked all weekend. Yeah. I don't, just a weird game. week. Just a weirdest week. No, no, no exciting games. Bunch of ridiculous stuff happened. But all that, all said and done, I'm still, I'm all right. I'm happy with myself, even though I That's had a bad good. week. Well, you got plenty of time to make it up. We're yeah. only about at the halfway mark of the NFL season. We're getting into week eight, right? Which would be the normal uh, half mile mark, I would say, in a yeah. season. Probably However, like with 47 with the more. extra game now, I say we're at about what 45 percent. I would say something like that. So I'm you got you got guy. plenty of time. You got plenty of time. What's your guys' overalls? You have those in front of you? We Mike do. Does. After yeah. last week, Len with a six and seven record, only the second losing record all season long. Mm -hmm. The only other one belonging to none other than Davey Glock. <laughs> you know what that means? That means Dave is going to get a return Dave invite. Is, Dave yeah, earns sure. an invite, a non-title shot, a dark match, I yeah. think. we got to get him back on here because I can't I can't be – got to see if I can beat him the next time we face. We beat him the first time. i got to beat him again, and people will forget about my under 500 week, and I'll make them forget. Right. So, Steve, you're, you're a listener of the show. You know the records at this point that – only a couple people have beaten the champs. Nobody in the title match yet. Yeah, non-title. Uh, this obviously is a non-title. You know the rules. Ties go to the champ. This is a non-title match. <laughs> if you beat us then, maybe in the future, you will have earned an opportunity. A couple people have beat us so far, so good luck. 
yeah. to you yeah, because we'll I'm carrying a stellar record mm-hmm. of 73 and 34. That is a good record. I agree with you. Len, also a pretty good record. A little bit of a ward after last week, yeah. but you know, other than that, 66 and 41. Yeah, I'm happy with that. John's had a pretty good week a couple weeks ago. Came in here and, and bested the champs as well. Yeah, Just you. Them, Just you, yeah. Anyway, you. He didn't best me. <laughs> That was my That's week. correct. Don, Donnie, yeah, <laughs> Donnie, Donnie, Donnie bested you and Anna, and I tied with him last week. So it's just, it's very competitive scene. Yeah, yes. Lots of thoroughbreds in this race. And the latest one is this Clydesdale. Yeah. <laughs> with a little bit of goat, goat in his family blood, I, I believe. Little mountain goat. In fact, Steve, why don't, this is a good time. Steve, why don't you tell us a little bit about, about yourself? Where, who the hell are you walking into this living room? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, um, as y'all mentioned on the top of the call, uh, from Southern West Virginia, and then I found a different kind of redneck in Pittsburgh. And so I moved up there and hung mm-hmm. out with all you Yinzers for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'd say, uh, as far as sports go, um, baseball, hockey are my, are my college football are my top ones, but you know, I, I stay pretty plugged in, and uh, I got plenty of biases that come from bars <laughs> ten years ago that I can slip into my picks here, and we should be good to go. Do you have a favorite NFL team, being from West Virginia? Oh, Steelers, Nat. Okay, okay, I figured another one, another one of them people, and Steelers. Steve, <laughs> Steve is just a beautiful blend of of the hospitality of of Pittsburgh, the kind of that Polish. Eastern European, <laughs> Pennsylvania Dutch kind of hospitality, and then that Southern charm. He's just yeah. a mix of everything good. He's like a bowl, you know, that KFC used to have the bowl of mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. And the stuffing and the corn and the chicken. And it's just a blend. It's a blend of everything good. And Steve comes from a good background of people who respect one another and they know their sports. And they they know they're obviously highly educated. I believe Steve's family is all very educated. Yeah, his brother is what a brain surgeon, Steve. A brain surgeon? No, he's a psychiatrist. (laughs) Psychiatrist. Yeah, same thing. Physical surgery, mental surgery. But Steve himself is always getting straight A's. Always showing, putting his grade. We used to be roommates. He was always putting his grades on the fridge. Yeah, got I it. mean, look, I and then I, you uh, drink five gallons. Of, uh, you drink a mop bucket full of uh, gin and Hawaiian punch. Is, well, what? I gotta say, I, I'm the kind of the slow learner in the family with just two master's degrees. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's all it's all related to drinking handles of Jim Beam. But you know that story, Jake. Oh yeah, mop buckets full, Steve. Mop buckets full and basters, turkey boots. Oh, In fact, I think we got a baster buckets. right. Oh, baster in the drawer. We got a baster right here on set. Actually, that's kind of funny. <laughs> hey, all you need some some lemon lime soda and some gin, and you're going, baby. That's right. And you know what else gets me going? Week eight NFL picks, baby. Of course. Week eight NFL picks. So, Len, you're gonna you're gonna lead us through this parade of picks. Here. I will, and I'll start off with, I mean, probably the game of the week. Whoa. It's coming on Thursday this week. What? what? This isn't sarcastic like in previous episodes when we said it was a great game coming on Thursday and it was a trash football game. No, it's the 6-1 and one Green Bay Malcontents, the Packers, <laughs> going to Arizona to play 
probably MVP frontrunner at this point, Kyler Murray and the undefeated Arizona Cardinals, 7-0. What a game for Thursday night, big time. So, Steve, we always let our guests go first, as you know, and that means you're up. What do you got, Packers or Cards? Well, boys, I got to tell you, this one's a pretty easy one for me. Um, and I don't know why. I live in an alternate universe where Jerry Maguire, the movie, actually happened. Okay. So I just assume that Jerry Maguire is down there bringing in all kinds of good talent. Yeah, Tidwell. So I'm going with Arizona. It's a good Rod movie. Tidwell, you. Let's go, baby. Tidwell, I like it. That's good. That's pretty good. Mike, what do you think? What do you like about this game? Uh, yeah, you know, Aaron Rodgers is kind of a sunshine boy, the desert, right? Yeah. Well, uh, one thing to keep in mind here, obviously, as is always, COVID-19 a factor in this game is Devontae uh, Adams right. and Alan Lazard now both been added on the COVID both. list. And then who and knows? Two top two uh, negative tests in a 24-hour period, and they only have till Thursday to do that. So I would say the chances of them playing in this game are unlikely, would be my they guess. They are, and the, the Cardinals, I believe Cl- uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury was out last week mm-hmm. uh, with COVID. They just had a little outbreak in their team as well. So both these teams are kind of dealing with some COVID issues. More guys might go down between now and Sunday. Right. Well, Thursday's the Or game, Thursday, sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> Long ways away. I mean, 48 hours, there could be seriously another. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see more of the skill group go down. Sure. Uh, it's totally possible. Arizona, in Arizona, the Red Sea, that field that goes in and out, getting that sunlight during the day, bring it inside. I, this is going to be a close one. This is going to be a good game. I'm taking the Cardinals, though, by, just by a whisker. Yeah, yeah, this is a very tough game to pick here. Um, I'm at, you know, I said this last week, maybe even the week before, I've been saying it a lot. I'm usually at the point of the season where if a team's undefeated, I expect them to lose relatively soon. I mean, you know, when you get to start getting to 6, 7, and 0, mm-hmm. you're, you usually got a loss coming up on the schedule. This seems like a game the Packers would win, but now you if you take Adams That's out of right. the That's right. That's a I big mean, factor. Adams is the best wide receiver in football, or at least amongst the top two or three at worst, I would say. So, to me, I come in expecting to pick Green Bay. Um, now I'm probably leaning Arizona. However, I'd like to take some chances. I'm going to take a chance on Aaron Rodgers. I like uh, the wide receiver they have, the young receiver, St. Brown, so he might get more snaps. I think... I'm going to take Green Bay here in a close one, but this should be an entertaining start to the week for sure. Um, so that'll be the first game Thursday. Obviously, what's what do we got next, uh, Mikey, on there as far as the one o'clock games on uh, Sunday? We have the Cincinnati Bengals and the Jets, led by I think a quarterback named Mike White. Exactly, White Mike. White Mike, is as what... it appears in your program. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so. You know, for this one, Len, I'm just going to go ahead and yeah, pick this. Yeah. It's going to be the Bengal Tigers. Yeah, you're not going to yeah. go with White Mike. I am not going with White Mike, Mike at all. Everybody knows <clears throat> this, but Mikey Whitesnake often referred to as White Mike here in the rural Dubois area. Um, do, do people call you that? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a small group. But <laughs> small, distinguished group uh, that can't say White. They're too they, lazy to say White Snake. Yeah, they forgot. They, I think they forgot that it was Mikey White Snake, and they were trying to figure out what it was, and then they just settled on White Mike, which sounds far more racist than it is. It's not racist at all, but it sounds it. So it we're not going to get. It's not going to get out in any emails. We'll just talk about it here on the pod. Nobody cares. But. Yeah. 
The yeah. Bengals, Jets, the Bengals coming off a signature win. I mean, an enormous win, a drubbing, if you will, of the Baltimore Ravens, who were coming off a drubbing of the Chargers and were thought to be probably the best team in the AFC. The Bengals beat them into submission on Sunday in a great game. Jamar Chase, 200 yards and a touchdown, great game. I'm going Bengals here. I mean, the Jets are awful, and I don't know who Mike White is, so I don't think they're going to win. Steve, what do you think, Bengals or Jets? Man, in the Bungles and Jets matchup, um, there's only two fundamental truths in the world, and that's liquor is recession-proof and the Jets suck. That's so true. I'm taking Cincy. Yeah, Cincinnati, I mean, it's a, it's just a, if Cincinnati were to lose this, I mean, that would be un, almost unbelievable at this point, the way the Jets are and injured and everything. I couldn't imagine it. Is Cincinnati the best team in the AFC North? Well, this, this, that's an interesting question because, they, like I said, they just pummeled the Ravens, who I think is the best team in the AFC North. Um, I think weeks like this can be a blip, sort of. I do think the Bengals are very good, though, and their offense in particular is a lot of fun to watch. I think when everything shakes out, I'd probably take the Ravens to win that division. What do you think, Steve, in that division with your beloved Steelers? They still got a chance or no? I mean, the Steelers always have a chance until they mathematically don't, right? <laughs> you think the Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, or Browns? Who do you think is the best team in that division? In honesty, not in fandom. Oh, man. Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't know. I guess Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. They beat Baltimore good. So it's a good It's a good uh, division. It, it's a division everyone expects to be pretty tight, probably with the Bengals as the bottom team. Now the Bengals actually are the top team at this point. So it's definitely an interesting uh, division. Up next, we got the AFC South. Not an interesting division. A terrible division, actually, um, with the Jaguars and Texans both in it. But the top two teams, I guess you would call them, the Titans coming off again. An impressive drubbing of everybody's darling, the Kansas City Chiefs. They held them to three points. Almost inconceivable to imagine a Mahomes team not scoring a touchdown. They scored zero touchdowns. Derrick Henry threw a touchdown. He threw more touchdowns than Mahomes. Interesting way for a game to turn out. And they're going to the Colts to play a team that's um, sort of turned it around a little bit. Jonathan Taylor has got going running the ball. Um, Wentz has been better. They won a night, a hard-fought game. Um, after a tough loss against the Ravens not too long ago, but they started to play better. Titans at Colts. Um, I'll go first here. I like, you know what, I like, I'm going to go with the Colts in this game. It's kind of just kind of an upset pick. I think um, the Titans have been playing really well. I think they'll roll in there with a little bit too much confidence. The Colts have, if they can run the ball like they have been with Taylor, I think it keeps them in the game with anybody. I'm going to go Colts in an upset. Steve, who you got, Titans or Colts? Uh, I got Titans here. Man, Henry's running with a chip on his shoulder. Everybody knows he's good, but that defense, you talked about it. They came out last week, and I think that's going to put together another full, complete game for them. Yeah, that defense was impressive. I, I mean, I haven't thought much of their I, – I, coming into the year, I didn't think their defense was particularly any good or anything, but they've actually played much better than expected, and last week was the crowning moment, I would say. So, Mike, what do you think? Titans or Colts, who are you liking that one? Hmm, this is going to be a cl- This is going to be a classic AFC South battle. I think the Titans squeeze by with the win. I think the Colts are starting to pick up momentum. I just want to say Spiro Didis and Jay Feely are on the assignment for this uh, okay. game. What's right. your thoughts on Spiro 
Day-Day Sled. Uh, Spiro's a serviceable uh, play-by-play guy. I've listened to him a lot. Um, he's he's a CBS guy, obviously like a lower-tier guy. So you get him in – sometimes you'll get him in Steelers games if they're not playing. Like if they're not playing someone good and they don't have an ants, they might get Spiro's Day-Day, Spiro Day-Day, whatever his name is. And um, I think he's serviceable at best. Jay Feely – I like his kicker I like, perspective. I like Feely, honestly, as a kicker. You don't get a lot of kickers in the booth, but he's got a little bit of wit in there. I, I don't mind Feely. I think he's a decent, you know, third-tier announcer. Both of these guys, like, for the third game on CBS is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. That'd be my, yeah. my I'm gonna take. I'm going to take the tits here, though. Yeah. I'm going to take the Titans in this. Uh, just barely, I think this is going to be kind of a slobber knocker. Both these teams have got a little confidence right now. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I think this is a good game, too, actually. Wentz just went into to muddy the muddy Bay Area and slopped out a victory. Yeah, I mean, that was impressive. Yeah. Win. I like that. Up next, we got the 6-1 and one Rams coming off a hard-fought win over the Lions. There, Stafford, was, he was in, it wasn't a homecoming because it wasn't in Detroit, but... Goff came back to L.A., put up a battle, came up short. Uh, Rams are going to Houston to play the rudderless, terrible, unfortunately, Houston Houston Texans. Um, Yeah, I mean, Steve, what do you think? You got Rams or Texans in this one? I mean, they should reroute the flight up to Ohio and play the Akron Zips because they're a better football team than the Texans. (laughs) I'd, I'd take L.A. in this one by a long shot. Yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and agree with you. I'm not going to talk about this game very much. If the Rams don't beat the Texans by three touchdowns, I don't even know. I wouldn't even consider it real. Honestly, I think it was an alternate reality. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I mean, Aaron Donald once again flashing all those moves. Yeah. I showed him back in the day, yeah. continuing to build on our Hall of Fame legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Obviously, the Rams are going to win this game. The real travesty of this game is one of the worst announced teams ever assembled. Oh, I'm I'm anxious to hear this. This is a boring dry as it can get. Chris Myers and Moose Johnston. <laughs> Agreed. Great call there. I've, not, I've never been a Chris Myers guy. I do not like his voice on a broadcast. Either or both of them. Moose, are, yeah. I'll say this. When Moose okay. and Aikman and Buck were together, when those three were together initially, he wasn't bad as the third guy in the booth. As the second guy in the booth... He's taking a big step backwards. Um, he's, you know, he's still living in 1988. He wants to just ground it out. You know, he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't have a real unique, uh, new perspective about football. Doesn't. I mean, he just believes 80s football philosophies. He's kind of outdated. Chris Myers sounds like he's hosting a talk show when he does these games. I don't <laughs> game like shows. Yeah, not, yeah. Not a fan of Chris Myers. I agree with you there. So we're all on the Rams. Ooh, obviously. what's next? But next is the Super Bowl. To most of the people on this show, I mean, the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers going into the dog pound, three and three Steelers coming off a win and a bye, but off a win against my beloved Seahawks. And I mean, a total slobber knocker of a game, just two elite offenses battling it out on Heinz Field. Uh, now they're going to Cleveland, Browns. Uh, a lot of injuries on the Browns, but a pretty good team. Mike, yeah, I'm going to let you go right? first on this one. This is a big one. Steelers, Browns, what do you got? Baker's out, yep. right? Is that official? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I think he's pretty doubtful. So it's going to be what? Uh, who's it? Keenum? Mm-hmm. He's Keenum. Serviceable. Serviceable backup. Got the win last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Did enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Landry's out. Ob or is Landry still out? OBJ no, is out. Came back. Oh, Landry OBJ. came back. OBJ is out. Chubb. OBJ is washed. Chubb's still way. out. I think he's done. I think yeah, he is too. Uh, 
Dearness Johnson though, last week ran for them 130 yards and a touchdown or something, filling in for Chubb and Hunt. That was an impressive performance. I tell you, I'm going to take Cleveland here. I'm going to take Cleveland just on a hunch. Um, plus, You've been on Cleveland all year. You're, I have. You're picking to win the division. Also, you, I think you pick against the Steelers every single week, except for when they play the Seahawks. You took them. I feel like this is a reverse you, strategy. Against the Broncos, too, right? You I think it's them. a reverse uh, yeah, strategy. Yeah, we did pick them against Everybody the Broncos, the Broncos as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've done too well recently that they can't possibly win three games in a row. Because that would just be too nice. That would mean they would overtake the Browns in the standings and move right on up there. We'll have to check the records, but I think Mike picked against the Steelers every week. Except I, the the Broncos and the Seahawks were the weeks that I didn't. Yeah, remember, you guys all took the Broncos. Oh, that's, true. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But otherwise, you're right, Lynn. I mean, it is kind of a reverse strategy. Cleveland is at home. Their defense is still there, has enough pieces to get to Big Ben, I think. Yeah. Uh, Ernest uh, goes to the end zone. Yeah, the uh, he, the he yeah. could uh, <laughs> he he could have a good game. I think too. He he proved himself I mean, last Miles week. Miles Garrett's been unbelievable. So he has been. Been, he's been absolute freak. Sleeveless Miles Garrett is is scary, and and he might beat Ben Roethlisberger with his helmet. What if it's down the to the Browns? Yeah, yeah, you going Browns, right? I'm going Browns. Steve, growing up, was a tyke. He had a decision to make living in West Virginia. I mean, he could have made a decision. He didn't have to be a Steelers fan. He's a, in a place where he could have easily been like, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. I mean, it's not, you know, it's kind of a coin toss. He went with the Steelers. So I'm, you know, I'm anxious to see what he thinks about this game. Steelers Browns. What do you think, Steve? Well, uh, I'm already online. Getting two tickets to the Western Pennsylvania Football Hall of Fame for you, Mike. We got to go up there because you forgot. It's Stillers all day and at. <laughs> Mike never forgets that. He's, he's always just trying to play a game with these picks. <laughs> <laughs> Playing a game. You need to go up there and listen to the, uh, to the uh, Yinzer talk on the kiosk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of them. Oh, I bet. I've been there. Trust me. I've gotten the pictures uh, taken, and, you know, you put your face in uh, Terry Bradshaw's shoulders <laughs> and hold up the Super Bowl trophy. Oh, yeah, we went there with Cookie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep, we sure did. And I tell you what, Steve, it doesn't matter because those were the glory days. That's what goes to museum and not this fucking piece of shit Steelers team that exists today with a big, fat uh, body bag full of grease. That our quarterback is, and and look, I told can, you that my picks are going to be based on biases from ten years sure, ago. So. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want to bet against them. I really don't. But the fact of the matter is, is, is we just don't know which Steelers team is going to show up, and the Browns are still competent with all the injuries. I think. Yeah, True. yeah. I mean, I yeah, I can't blame you for picking the Steelers. Up. What what, are you, what else are you gonna do? I I mean, obviously, I'm just gonna pick the Browns. I despise the Steelers. Everything about them. I watched them beat my Seahawks. It was absolutely gross. I hated every single second of it because it was not only a loss but a, just a terrible game of football. And I just think I mean Ben literally in that game threw the ball in one second every play. They had. Like, the Seahawks couldn't have got a touch on him if they wanted to. He never had the ball in his hands. He just threw it to his tight end or running back the second it touched his hands, and then they got yards after the catch somehow. So I don't like their offense at all. I don't love that the Browns are so banged up, but I do think Garrett can cause enough havoc in the backfield. 
and um, make some plays. So I'm going to take the Browns and hope to God they win this game because I'm so I'm not prepared for Steelers playoff talk with this team. It's bad. <laughs> this team is bad. I'm just not ready for it. Speaking of bad teams, one of the worst, also the official team of the living room champs. That's right. Our head coach, yeah. the soup man, Dan Campbell, leading the 0-7 Lions at home. They're hunkered down. They're ready for a matchup with you guys. It's probably one of your most hated teams being Steelers fans, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know what's going on with this Eagles team. They suck. And I don't know why Minshew was not in that game in the second half last week. I don't know why he's not starting yet. It's like they don't want to win. I don't think they want to win. Also, fun fact, my friend Jeremy showed me a picture of, like, top quarterbacks in fantasy points. Now, I don't know what league this is. I don't know what website it was. He just showed it to me briefly. But the second highest rated quarterback in that league was... Jalen Hurts. I don't know what they're scoring on exactly. Or does he have 25 touchdowns that I'm not aware of? I don't understand <laughs> it. Somehow he was second. This is Eagles at Lions. Lions have played tough all year. I'm going to pick the Lions. This is going to be their win. They have to win a game for soup. I'm going Lions. Official team of the LRC. I'm down with the Lions. Screw the Eagles. Steve, what do you think? Oh, I've got, I've got Detroit all the way in this one, and I'll tell you why. Because... I call the Eagles Egos because their whole identity is crusty on the outside, but basically soft as hell in the middle. And I think they're just going to fold, and I really want to see Detroit win this. So let's go Lions. I I like it. I like it. Uh, Steve's prepared. He's got some good lines. I like it. And I like like that. That's actually very accurate about the waffle. Um, And you can Lego my Egos anytime and get lost. For me, Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I like to think they're a lot like uh, Philly cheesesteaks from Philly there at Pat's and Geno's. It's the soggy and overrated, right? Oh, 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 that's a shot. Soggy and overrated, just like Pat's. Like just the, like Geno's. Like the Steelers are kind of like a Pranny Brothers sandwich. You gotta get a Full Lutz, of shit. Layers just of full shit. Full of shit. Just layers and, and layers Everybody of hypes shit. them up. Oh, I don't like Pranny Brothers. A bunch of shit piled on top of each other. And it's just bread. And Still between block. two loaves of bread. <laughs> <laughs> For the clean sweep, boys. Soup is getting his first win at Ford Field. That's right. Let's go live. In the Silver Dome. In the, Silver. the Silver Dome at Ford Field Largest is going to be rocking. crowd I heard in history under the giant first home The halftime show is Kid Rock featuring <laughs> Eminem. <laughs> And the Eagles are coming to town to get their asses whooped for Dan Campbell's first win as an NFL head coach. I can't wait to see it. It's coming this Sunday. This crowd's going to rival that Andre Hogan match. There's going to be so many people at this game. Up next, uh, game of intrigue, maybe. I don't know. I don't like this game anymore. The Niners, a team that everybody thinks is right there, and they see sort of think they are, and then they're not, and they lost to the Colts. They also lost to the Seahawks when they still had Russell Wilson. They're two and four, so it's kind of alarming, I have to say. They're going to the Bears who are three and four, but feel like they're 0 and 7. And I don't like this game very much. Mike, what do you think? Niners or Bears? You know, we haven't talked a lot this week about field conditions. 
No, that's your area. And, I, don't bring it up. And, I don't bring it up. And I would like to say that normally the Niners are kind of in that cupcake variety of not a lot of challenging scenarios, but man, did they have one last Monday night. Sunday night, yeah. Or Sunday night yeah. uh, with that torrential downpour. Oh, yeah. That the, was... They desperately needed rain out there in California. They always need rain, right? There's always fires mm-hmm. and stuff, so it's good they, that they got that. But... I mean, what a mess that yeah, game was. was, and they did not show up too well. I mean, Lance Garoppolo, there's just a mishmash at quarterback there. Yeah, mishmash. Lance was out last week, but Garoppolo yeah. looked terrible. Right, they're both they both don't you know look like they're going to carry this team very far going into Soldier Field to play uh, the Bears. Oh, man, the Bears are also what is Nagy out with Bears COVID? Just there's shellacked, a lot. Uh, shellacked by Justin Fields Tom. looks awful. I'm going to go the Niners here. Regardless of who starts at quarterback, they had a they had a, a rough and tumble game last week in the rain. They're tried and tested. Their medal is 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 raised. Mm-hmm. It's it's ready to go to go into Soldier Field where there's rain and it's gonna be windy. Obviously, it always isn't there. Right? Yeah, windy hence city, the name, man. the Windy yeah, City. Uh, Italian beef will be on hand. Yeah. A better sandwich Ooh. than the Philly cheesesteak. So good. And by the way. Controversial opinion there. <laughs> and but it's however, similar. the uh the town of Rice Aroni, San Francisco is San gonna Francisco walk away. Treat. That's right. Yeah. They'll walk away with the win in uh from Chicago. Steve, what do you think? Niners or Bears? Uh, I'm taking uh the Bears. I'm going to um, get a Italian sausage and Italian beef combo over here and oh, yeah, enjoy that game. Oh, that's a good sandwich. Yeah, got to get the combo. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on Watch that. Watch out for that trap door. I'm, I'm going to go with Steve on this one. I'm going Bears as well. Um, I don't know why, really. I think the Niners are a better team, but they seem to always be injury, and then that's the excuse. A lot of injuries, a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries. But you got to stay healthy at some point. I'm rooting for Justin Fields. I kind of like Justin Fields. He hasn't been great so far. I don't think the coaching staff's done a particular job helping him out either. But I like uh, Khalil Herbert. He's been really good at running back. I'm going to go Bears here in a a mild upset. I don't even know if it is an upset, but I'd say it's a mild upset. And then uh, the next game is a game that uh, just I don't want to talk about very much, but I'm going to have to. It's the NFC South matchup. It's not involving the Buccaneers, so it doesn't matter much in the NFC South race. But the three and four Panthers started three and zero, lost four in a row. Sam Darnold looked like everybody's darling. I loved it. I was hyping him up. Hey, it was the Jets' fault. It was the Jets' mm-hmm. fault. Darnold's the real deal. Leading the league in rushing touchdowns. Yep. Lost the last four <laughs> games. Got benched last week. Yep. Uh, in in favor of PJ Walker, it was a big. Uh, XFL guy. XFL guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, they're going to Atlanta to play the Falcons, who have like kind of put a couple wins together here. I'm not really sure. They're three and three. Kyle Pitts finally showed why he was drafted so high. Ridley's Huge back. Huge game. Ridley's back. Um, if you can keep Ryan upright, obviously he has weapons and he can throw the ball, but he's a statue, so he could get crushed at any time. The Panthers have had a pretty good pass rush all year. Uh, Steve, what do you like, Panthers or Falcons in this one? I got the Falcons. I'll tell you why. Um, first of all, I, anytime Paul Paul Ryan does a good job, I'm I'm happy for old Paul Paul there. And um, the other thing is, if you don't realize this, the Braves will likely be competing for a world championship in that city on the same day. Oh, I same think day. the fans are going to be out there drunk as shit. 
and you're going to get some cross mojination and lots of electricity in the air. So oh. I think Atlanta mm. takes this one. That's a good fact. The city will be the city will be bumping. Uh, everyone for sure. will be down at the varsity there, getting some food there. Lemon the pepper yeah. wings for everybody. That's right. Yeah, I mean, the, the city's going to be raring to go for sure. And um, Mike, I'll let you go next on this one. I'm going to give it another second of thought. I'm not sure which way I'm going yet. Panthers, okay. Falcons. What do you got? I think the field will play a role here. I think Steve's point about, obviously, the weather is not a factor, but his point about the energy. I think when there's a certain energy in a city, whether it's from another sports team, we've seen it countless times mm -hmm. with the Penguins and the Steelers, you know, alternating ch world championships in years, and we just see the energy that it can bring to the other team, right? Yeah. And the Panthers have put together, somehow, constructed a, a couple... Wins. One was over there in, in London. The Falcons, you mean? Yeah, the Falcons, yeah. Yeah, Atlanta's put together a couple wins. The Panthers, like you said, have lost four in a row after looking decent. Right. Uh, being, uh, being at the Mercedes-Benz uh, Dome, I think it's called down there, mm -hmm. the turf, I think the Falcons are going to uh, pull this one out. I, I really don't want to talk any more about this game because I really don't have a strong opinion about either of these teams or where they're at right now. Yeah. You could say Matty Ice, though, is looking a little lukewarm. I mean, he's looking kind of like vintage Matty Ice. Right yeah, I, honestly, I'm going to tell you, Steve, I think Steve swayed me. I was really on the line here. But the energy in the city is interesting because I didn't really know. I actually never put together that they'd be in Atlanta for the Braves game at that point. So that helped me out. I'm, I've been on the Panthers since preseason, obviously, as a playoff team. I need to either get off that team for a minute right now or i'm going to just keep picking them the rest of the season i'm just going to keep taking losses so i'm going to go falcons here as well um you know and i think atlanta the offense has been clicking a little bit and Pitts, if they realized he looks a lot like julio jones in that game with the same number he does. he's big he's, he's a tight end but he's just a wide receiver really they can free up ridley who's kind of been locked down i mean he hasn't really made a huge impact he's been hurt right. a little bit too but that you know, Cordero Patterson, I mean, my Patterson's God. Patterson's been good. Yeah, I'm going to go Falcons as well, so we'll just get off this game. But, I mean, Falcons could get to 4-3. and three. That puts them right in the thick of things. Another game that I had my you know hopes up, another team I had my hopes up for, I should say, going into this season, and uh, that is buried at knife right in my chest, is the Miami Dolphins. I don't know why I had hope for them. I don't even know why I like Tua, but I kind of do. I hate Alabama. I should hate him, to be honest with you. But for some reason, I didn't. I kind of thought he was going to have a good year. And you know what? The last couple of games, he hasn't played horribly. In fact, he had 300 yards and a couple touchdowns. But he had real bad turnovers in both of those games. And he's just not over the hump yet. Now, I'll say this. I've said this about most quarterbacks coming into their second, third year, things like that. Um, I, they need more time, and they often don't get it. So I think Tua is probably close to being at the end of his rope with the Dolphins, which is, in my opinion is a little unfortunate because these guys need should get more time to see if they're an NFL quarterback, if they're the leader of a franchise. But they, he's just turning the ball over too much um, and also has been a bit of an injury risk. So the Dolphins um, are going to Buffalo to play, obviously, one of the best AFC teams in the league, um, although they're coming off a disheartening loss to the Titans there uh, last week on Monday night when they went for it on fourth and short. They could have kicked a game-tying field goal, went for it instead, uh, lost that game to Derrick Henry going crazy. Derrick Henry is not a human being. He's an unbelievable man or whatever he is, species, I don't even know. He's unbelievable. 
So it's Dolphins at Bills. I'll go first on this one. I basically already broke it down, but I've got, I got to go Bills. I hate that the Dolphins are this bad, but they just aren't good enough. So I'm going to go Bills in this one, uh, probably by two touchdowns. Steve, what do you think in this one, Bills or uh, Dolphins? Well, when you're talking about these two teams, you can throw everything you know about them out the window and just this one thing. They're both like a hangover fart. Don't trust that shit. <laughs> I think Miami comes up over top of Buffalo here because right. if I've learned one thing about Buffalo is that they love to screw up when it matters. All right, that's fair. That's definitely a fair uh, assessment of them for sure. That's a that's a big upset pick, Mike. What do you got? Dolphins over the Bills or Bills I, over the Dolphins? I like to call this the climate change bowl. Yeah, uh, you got two extremes of the spectrum, right? You got Miami. Uh, too hot and steamy, mm-hmm. right? Too too wild humid. And, and humid and mm-hmm. sticky. Mm-hmm. And then you got Buffalo, which is dry and wet. Cold and as fuck. Cold and it's snowing already. It's I think dry and wet. It's cold as fuck. <laughs> you know dry what I mean? Dry and wet? <laughs> is that what it is, Mike? It, it's dry and the wet? Snow, actually, uh, it's wet during this time of year in the fall. Very wet. A mm-hmm. lot of accumulation coming off the lake. But in the summer. Bone dry, is that what you're saying? No, snow, <laughs> snow is dry. Oh. So in the winter times, it, all, it, it, is, it is dry. Snow is actually dry. Dry okay. ice, they call it. Yeah. Right, dry ice it falls from the sky. Hey, I go to Buffalo. I go to Buffalo at least once a year, and somehow that's actually accurate, what you said. Yeah, I, I try to go to Buffalo as little as possible, I'm not going to lie. But um, I know that... Like my, I have some family there up there in New York State, just across the border, and I don't know if it's dry. I don't know if snow's dry. I think Mike's making that up. But either whether it is or isn't, there's a lot of snow there, and it's cold as a motherfucker. And I hate cold, so fuck that. But they're still better than Miami as far as the football team goes. Yeah, oh, uh, absolutely. I actually went uh, on also, vacation. Also, weather's fake. My weather's w- a deep fake. I've been saying that for years. My wife and I went on vacation to Buffalo this summer in a nice little getaway. Five star hotel. I know you did, yeah. Uh, the, whole, body the, whole nine yards, the whole nine yards, hot stones. Hot stones, yeah. Wow. Yeah, acupuncture, mm-hmm. hot towels, yeah. bathrobes, hot toddies, hot wings, I hope. Hot, oh, uh, of course, hot wings. Uh, lots of hot wings, actually. That was kind of like the whole purpose of the trip. It was, fan- it was fantastic. Um, some nightclubs, clubs, a, 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 hot a, nights, a bustling some hot nights, hot nights, <laughs> hot nights in the club, like, <laughs> out at the at, satin shirt at the the anchor bar. That's the A N C H O R bar. Uh-huh. Dot F M. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, you just blacked out on Hurdle Avenue. Yeah. Mike yeah. had a satin shirt on, unbuttoned all the way down to the navel, just living it up in Buffalo. He was dry and it was, he was very wet. dry, but he was wet also. <laughs> he was he was dry and wet. It was an interesting night for Mike up there. Made of the mist. We, we did get wet on the Made of the Mist. <laughs> I don't like my wings wet. I like them more dry. I prefer dry wet. The older I get, the more yeah, I like dry I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't, I don't like a rubbery, does this cook I like texture. them dry as far as cooked well, and I also yeah. like them dry as far as 
lighter sauce. I don't want a puddle of sauce in the bottom yeah. of my to-go container. That's right. I want like a thin layer of, of sauce at, at most. <laughs> Len, who did you take in this game? I took Buffalo. Steve took Miami. It's on you, my Steve, man. Steve, you took Miami. He I'm going to take Buffalo. Sure uh, I just think they're in a better spot right now. Um, yeah, at home, at the Ralph. I'm going to go with the Bills. All right, that's the last 1 o'clock games. We'll take a brief break here just to talk. We'll be back to talk about 4 o'clock games, the night games, and we'll finish up here in just a minute on the living room, living room champs. With your whole family, it's real hungry, just pick up the phone and call Naples, where you can get the pizza. Or the salads. Or the strabolis. Or the pasta. Or the calzones. Or the fish sandwich. Or the pepperoni. Or chicken wings. How about the hot the pepper cheese balls? Or a special steak. Call 375-0140 and feed your familia right tonight with Napoli's. Forget about it. All right, everybody, we're back. In the living room, Mikey, myself, and our special yep, guest, yep. Steve, from the hills of West Virginia. And he's a Steelers fan, and we will not hold that against him. But he, I just found out during a break, he's a Marshall fan. We shared an appreciation for Byron Lethwich. Now we're best friends. And now we're going to go on to the 4 o'clock games. It's Patriots coming off a 52-point performance this week, Mike. Going to L.A., coming off giving up about 50 points to the Ravens before their bye week. And this is interesting, sort of. I I think the last couple weeks have made it interesting, at least. What do you think, Mike? Do you like the Patriots, or do you like the Chargers in this one? Well, this is going to be a good one. Like you said, the Chargers are rested, right? Mm -hmm. North Turner is going to be coming out. Well well planned, well game. Well, not North Turner. uh, North Turner. <laughs> Marty Shot no. Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn is going to come out well prepared, but Belichick, uh, you know, uh, what's his team really? Brandon Staley is the coach's name, by the way. Yeah. Brandon Staley. Yeah, that's the uh, judge. Oh yeah, I really, I really. Not Brandon Stokely. Brandon. Stanley. Brandon Stokely. Yeah, Brandon Stokely is their wide receivers coach. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Whoever the Chargers coach is, and whatever city they're playing in, is it Los Angeles? Is it who cares who the coach is? Whatever is the coach in this matchup is going against the goat coach. The goat coach. So it doesn't really matter who their coach is. They're probably going to get out coached, but are they going to get out played? That's Steve, the what question, do you know, Mike. Steve, speaking of goats, what do you know about them? <laughs> well, you know, being from West Virginia, people say I like goats, and I like my sister. But jokes on them because my sister is a goat. There you go. There you go. That's all everything in one package. And all the GOAT of coaching does is win games, but can't he go out to L.A. with the glitz and the glamour and the walk of fame and Hollywood Boulevard and the Hollywood sign and the Chinese theater? Mm-hmm. All of it. All of it. All everything that comes all the, Spider-Man. the highways everything. and the byways coming in and out of L.A., I love I love LA as the Randy Newman as Randy Newman once said I love LA yeah, and I think they're going to bounce back in strong fashion and show the Patriots who is boss out there in SoFi Field is that what it's called now sure, the LA sure. Coliseum Yeah okay um, Steve what do you got what do you think Patriots or Chargers 
Well, I heard a rumor that Drew Bledsoe is coming back to quarterback this game, so I'm I'm going to take the New England Patriots on this one. Okay, yeah, that's, okay. that'd be interesting. I hope he does. Come Steve's back. reading the dirt sheets. <laughs> that's right, dirt sheets. <laughs> Speaking of I Love L.A. Randy Newman's classic, my favorite ever usage of that song in a film is, of course, during the Naked Gun when the Angels are, you know, playing in the game. Frank Drebin's umpiring, Lieutenant Frank Drebin of the police squad behind the plate. Formerly Enrico Palazzo singing the national anthem, one of the greatest movies ever made. And for that reason and that reason alone, I'm going to take the LA Chargers in this game. It's a good reason. I like the Chargers. I don't like the Patriots. Up next, a 405 game that tears at the heartstrings uh. of your beloved host, Len Biggs. My sentimental favorite team. And quarterback Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence. Wait, why are you so attached to Trevor Lawrence, Len? Because I, Mike, am a lifelong fan of the Clemson Tigers. Clemson? Yes. Who did they play this week? They played Panthers, 23rd ranked in the country at the time. And guys, congratulations. A huge win. Uh, much, I'm glad they won because Clemson's terrible this a year. A watershed victory like for Penn, the program. Penn State, you know, they got Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett's going to go in the first round. He might be a Steeler. He, he might be the next Big Ben. That's until he saying. gets caught smoking pot at some fraternity house down on South Bouquet Street, and that's and your job Dan, to cover that up. And Dan that's Rooney catches wind of it, and then they will not draft his deadbeat doper ass, just like they didn't hey, draft Dan let's Marino. Be honest, though. And took Walter let's be honest, though. He's no Tino. Or He's not Tino Sincere. He's not going to get caught smoking pot down in South Bay. Yeah. Dan Marino did. That's why the Rooney's didn't draft him. He's a freaking pothead. My, my late brother sold cocaine to Dan Marino, he claimed, until his dying days. <laughs> That's a t- honestly true story, believe it or not. That's what he said. He's telling me in drunken rages that he sold cocaine to Dan Marino. It's probably true. And I hope it is true. Probably now, kick-started his career. He's listening probably now, uh, somewhere in the beyond, thinking, I did used to tell him that, and I was full of shit. I was. <laughs> I was telling him a made-up story. But that's cool. We still always remember it. But anyway, I'm yeah. So I like the Jags. I like... Um, I don't like Urban Meyer, although I sort of don't hate him. As they didn't leave people. him at the airpiece. Re- he's he's on redemption Big tour, win. baby. Coming off their first win, my <laughs> fighting Jags, going to Seattle, going to whatever it's called now. It used to be Questfield. They've had like seven names in that field. Home of the Twelves. Home of a arch enemy to Steve, probably, because he just told me he likes Marshall, not West Virginia. So he probably hated Geno Smith with all of his heart. I don't know. I'm just making things up at this oh, point. My heart. But I, this game is, real quick, I've talked a lot already, but just real quick, I'm going to make my pick, but I'm going to tell you real quick my feelings on the Seahawks because I'm just over. This is just over. The season's over. It's never been so depressing when you have Russell Wilson for all these years and he just keeps you in every game. He wins these tough games. They're potential, you know, they're in the playoffs every year. They're always Super Bowl contender-ish. Not saying they're a Super Bowl team, but they're always like right there. Russ goes down. I like Geno. I wanted to root for Geno because he, you know, he's getting a chance. This is a big chance for him. Maybe he'll play good enough to win, go 500 or something, get Russ back. No, Geno's terrible. Pete Carroll is 
I like Pete, but he's so conservative with Geno. If you're going to have him as your backup, you have to trust that he can throw the ball. He won't let him throw the ball. They just run the ball 500 times, and they can't get any yards. They are terrible. I'm picking Jacksonville. I like Jacksonville mm-hmm. to win two in a row, and I like Seattle to be so bad, Russ decides to just not come back the rest of the season and say he never healed. Steve, do you like Geno Smith, and who do you got, Jags or Seahawks? Geno Smith can – it right out. He was there whenever I was. Uh, I went to grad school at WVU. Okay. Um. And no, I, I hate him so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he sorry, I got blind with he rage. He certainly wasn't taking we graduate t- <laughs> classes in quarterbacking, was he? <laughs> no, he sure wasn't. He was taking graduate classes in interceptions, though. Um. But I'll tell you, uh, Jacksonville. I just got to say, Trevor Lawrence was awesome as Sunshine in Remember the Titans. Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. And uh, I, for that reason, I'm going to have to go with Jacksonville. I like it. I like it. What do you think, Mike? Jags or Seahawks? I also like Trevor Lawrence's work in the band Hanson. Mm-hmm. I believe the, the youngest Hanson brother. Bob. He was the drummer or the... Other one? The youngest one, whichever one. I think it was the drummer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wrote Mbop. People don't know that. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence wrote it? Yeah, Lawrence wrote it. <laughs> he would be the first childhood star to be a star NFL quarterback, but it's not going to happen this Sunday because Geno Smith's going to show him his wily and woolly ways up there at CenturyLink Field. <laughs> Somehow, some way, the Seahawks flob their way to a victory in this game. Who's got a higher net worth, fellas? Pete Carroll oh or Urban Meyer? Oh, great question, Mike. Um, do you have the net worth Well, calculator? I do. I have a new uh, app on our supercomputer here in the living room. Let me just open up the hutch. All right. Well, I'm going to – I'm a veteran of uh, this. I'm glad obviously. I stuck around. I won our only uh, broadcasted uh, – Competition in this, Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Yep, I said it was ten, thirteen million. It was ten million. Mike said like fifty I think, or, million. Yeah, or he went pretty lot, high. Yeah, high. he was way off. I'm gonna go in this one. I like Pete Carroll over Urban Meyer, based okay. a lot on. We'll age. just go over under. Over under. Yeah, I'm gonna go Pete Carroll over Urban Meyer. Pete Carroll. John right. John likes Pete Carroll. I'm gonna say Urban Meyer because his boosters will line your pockets. What do you think, Steve? He's got that bar, too, the I guess. Huh? Net worth? Urban Meyer or Pete Carroll? Who has a higher net worth? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, you know it's Pete Carroll because he's too quiet about that shit. That's a good point. Urban Meyer's younger, but Pete's been around a long time. Here we go. Urban Meyer's net wow. worth. Wow. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. good net yeah. worth. Yeah. I ain't going to lie to you. Urban Meyer, $35 million $35 net worth. Million he makes $7.6 million this year, and not, he doesn't even fly home with the team. He's out hitting on co-eds. He does it on that bar, life. right? How yeah. much has he got stashed in that girl's asshole? <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair <laughs> question. Dude, all, that, all, that, all that swamp property that he owns is over overvalued. I yeah. guarantee you it's not worth that much. That seems uh, like a lot of money. Now, Pete Carroll is very, this, you're right, very quiet about his worth. I mean, I have, literally have no idea, but I guess it's got to be more than that. Wow. Oh, they're claiming, they're claiming what a race. Wow. Pete Carroll came up just short. $30 Five. million dollar net worth, but Spend he's making $8 million this year, making more than Urban Meyer, has coached far longer, 
And more prestigious jobs. I do not know why he would have yeah, this money. Pete Carroll must have like a gambling problem or something we're unaware of. He's blowing through this money somehow because he should have more money yeah. than Urban Meyer. I mean, he's been coaching at this level for what ten more years? Plus, he coached USC, who's right. the number one team in the program in the country for several years. And he stole that. a bunch of money from that, it, didn't he? I mean, he had to pay Reggie Bush and Liner and all those guys out of his own pocket. But <laughs> that's, see, what, that's where it came from. That's, that's five mil right there. Yeah, that's probably where it went. <laughs> Look at that picture of him. Like <laughs> that picture <laughs> is like when he just got caught for giving Reggie Bush a sack full of hundred dollar bills right there. He's laughing about it, but oh, that's shit. Funny. I gave all my money to fucking Matt just, Liner. <laughs> Yeah, so that must be it. He just filled suitcases full no of money sense, right? at USC and gave away his whole salary in uh, the chase for the national championship. <laughs> but anyway, off, hey, I'm, t- I'm taking the, you, the Hawks. Did you, Steve, you didn't pick this game yet, right? Yeah, he picked the Jags. Oh, you picked the Jags? Okay, I'm the only one going to yeah. Seahawks. Interesting. All right. Interesting pick for sure. Up next, it's a couple of teams that are just scuffling around a little bit. Who are they? Uh, it's going to be, it's gonna be the, the Denver Broncos. And the, the Hogs and, the, and the, the Horses. Yeah, the the Hogs, the Red Hogs, that is, against the Broncos. A couple teams we both had high hopes for this year a little bit. We thought the football team would win the NFC. Spoiler alert. They didn't win the NFC East. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, the Broncos were starting off 3-0 as well against the Biggest cupcake schedule you could la- actually manufacture. They went 3-0. Teddy Bridgewater flying high. I'm a big Teddy guy. He's crashed back down to earth. They've crashed back down to earth. They've lost four in a row, just like the Panthers, a couple early season darlings. Yeah. I don't even know. I also like Heineke a little bit, but now he's kind of terrible. I'm not sure. I'm going to let Steve go first. Washington football team at Denver football team, also called the Broncos. What do you think, Steve? <laughs> so, uh, as you may know, I live in Denver currently. Oh, okay. And yeah. all, all, all one has to do is open up the window and smell the shit in the air. They are going to lose this game because this happens every year. Denver fans need something to be really be Washington slop donkeys over the Denver Broncos. All right, all right, Mike. What do you think, Washington or Denver? Yeah, a couple of early season darlings, like you said, Len. That just kind of came crashing back down to earth all at once, similar to Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, I think I'm going to take the Hogs at Mile High. I don't know why. I just have a hunch. It, I, yeah, altitude usually would would sway me that way towards uh, Denver in this place. I just see. At the end of this game, it being more likely that both these teams end up three and five at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, I really don't like this game at all. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I I thought Washington was better than what they are. They're not. I kind of thought Denver was. They're not. Um, I don't know. I I don't. I don't know. I honestly have no idea who I think is going to win this game. I'm going to pick Washington because you guys did, and I don't want to lose a game to you, Mike, on this (laughs) stupid game that nobody cares about, and nobody knows who's good in this game or bad, so it's pointless. I'm just going to pick with you to get a win or a loss. That's that's an interesting strategy. And then the 425 national TV broadcast of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, I would have to assume, is going to New Orleans, Nolans, however you say it. I'm not from there. New Orleans Saints coming off a win against my Seahawks on Monday night, which was pet p- 
pitiful, a pitiful win. Seahawks miss two field goals, or they win that game 13-10. They lose it 13-10 instead, and it was gross. They're hosting again, once again, probably back up as the you know the best or one of the best teams in the NFL. As we've got to be considered it, obviously. Touchdown, Tommy, the GOAT, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to New Orleans. This is a, probably a game the Saints have to win if they want to stay in this division race. Um, Mike, you go ahead if we go first. What do you think in this one? Before I go on to the Bucks and the Saints, I do want to mention that CBS is sending their A-team. It is confirmed to the dog pound. Okay. For the greatest rivalry in the NFL. That makes sense. Nance and Romo are going to Cleveland for the Steelers and the Browns. It's a huge event. It's Steelers-Browns week. Both these teams are good again. Uh, It's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. We're done with that game, though. So what do you think about Buccaneers? The Buccaneers are going to win this game against (laughs) New Orleans. There's there's no question. But it could be. You never know. This could be one of those NFC South. Yeah, New Orleans is Jekyll and Hyde for sure. They They are. Terrible, but one on Monday. You know, this is the kind of game they'll probably get up for and score a bunch of points, but You're maybe right. get outgunned. Who knows? Jamison is revenge game, right? Yeah, James, Jamison is revenge <clears throat> game. So you're going with the uh, I'm going to go with the Bucs. I'm going to go with Brady. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucs as well. I mean, I, I like what the Bucs are doing right now. I think Brady, I mean, it's not it's unbelievable to even think or say, but I think Brady's playing better than he's ever played in his whole career right now. It's actually amazing. Every throw he makes is like perfect. It's and he, he like moves better. He moves it better. It absolutely is. It's crazy. He moves better. He's more athletic. He's TB on that ben, he's on that uh that uh, Ben Roethlisberger diet. TB12. Now, the BB7 is a different diet. It's a bunch <laughs> of like food from the fast food place and then like wearing a shirt that makes you look just slightly slimmer so you can say you're Best shape of the TV12 method involves eating nothing that anyone wants to eat on a regular basis. But I like Bucks too. Steve, what do you got, Bucks or Saints? Man, I mean, look, Pirates and Raiders of all kinds have always had uh, the upper edge on the Catholics. So I'm going to take the, the Bucks over the, the Saints here. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. Buccaneers over Saints. That's a universal pick, and we're all on it. Sunday night's got a game that's somewhat interesting, actually. I mean, Cowboys, uh, pains me to say this, seem to be one of the best teams in the league. Their offense very talented, as we knew coming in, but their defense has been much better than expected. Diggs with you know, six interceptions already. I mean, they've just been playing really good football. Only loss, Alaska field goal to the Buccaneers, the defending champs on opening night. They're five and one, so I'd love to take something away from them, but you really can't. They're playing at an unbelievable level. They're going to Minnesota to play the Vikings, who, much like the Saints, you don't know which one's going to show up. It could be either way. <clears throat> Excuse me. But Cowboys at Vikings, what do you think, Mike? Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one, Len. I think. Yeah, Len, I think I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. I, I think they're everything's just coming together for them on both sides of the ball. Offense, defense, special teams even. Diggs with, you know, I think a ton of interceptions. He's on a little bit of a streak here. Offense is looking electrifying. I don't know if Gallup will be back in this game, but they just look well-rounded. They're running the ball very well. Vikings, a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde situation, although it seems like they're turning it on a little bit. This is in the... And I just want to bring this up, Len, because we... We talked about it. 
The Hubert H. The Humphrey. Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome with the garbage bags as a little bit of a roof. correction here. We like to correct our mistakes. Mike said he was the former mayor of the Twin Cities. I did. I was wrong. He was incorrect. So we don't like to let people think we're making stuff up. We we like to come with the facts. Steve, in the Steve break actually confirmed Steve, that Steve snow is dry. So he backed Mike up on that. That's confirmed yeah. now. I believe him. He has several True. master's degrees. Um, Mike said that Hubert H. Humphrey was the mayor of the Twin Cities, or the mayor of Minnesota, maybe he said. I'm not exactly sure what he said, but whatever he said, it was incorrect. Mayor of the Twin Cities is what I think it's actually king of Minneapolis-St. Paul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, my first, my first master's degree was in political science, and he was definitely the president of Canada. Okay, there we go. All right, that's the side. Hubert Humphrey. Everyone though, Steve, knows that he was a vice president, but under whom? Do you know? A vice president under I, of the United States. I assume States. he was under his wife most of the time. <laughs> well, we would hope so, but most likely, <laughs> based on the politicians we know, he was probably under someone else's wife a good portion of the time I as mean, well. I don't know. I don't want to sully Hubert's name because no. I don't know him as a man. They called him Hubert Hump the, I think, back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Hubert humped me. Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you one thing, though. I love the uh, sorry, the Metrodome as the baseball field, that baggy and right field. Oh, the garbage the bags best. on the outfield. The garbage bag outfield was like the, best. the Yeah, they had like the uh, the gym mats yeah. as the outfield. It was wall. awesome. And Kirby Puckett, one of the most Lots of baseball players ever. I mean, Kirby Puckett is honestly one of the best. One of those players. old stadiums that had like no stands up front and had all that gap between the wall and the stands. Just yeah, like I really like that as a baseball field, but. Hubert Humphrey. Hubert I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess on okay, this. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to guess that he was a uh, under Harding. No. Uh, close. Uh, Steve. Hubert dude, Humphrey. I, I majored in policy and political science. I don't know history, dude. Ask somebody else. Well, this guy's an influential politician. Well, there's only, <laughs> there's only 46 presidents. Vice president. There's probably more than vice president because there's assassinations. Uh, so there's probably more I'm going to go. Or more vice president. 20th on, century. Take, 20th century. I'll give you that much. I'll take a, I'll take a wild guess. Uh, Grant. No. Oh, Grant. Grant wasn't in the 20th century. <laughs> no, no. Lyndon, no, Lyndon Johnson. Lyndon B. The heir apparent to the throne of JFK. So what? Humphrey must have been. He was secretary the, of the Treasury, maybe, or something, before he was elevated? He would have been Speaker of the speaker House. Speaker of the House. Okay, yeah, Speaker of the uh, House. In the secession plan, but I don't know. He was a rep in Minnesota. And he lost the Republican nomination in the 68 presidential election to Tricky Dick Nixon. No, he had no chance against Nixon. No. But he did invent that baseball stadium he in did. Minnesota. He did invent the garbage he bag built, roof. He built that with his own two hands after his presidential career was over. He invented the garbage bag. You know, they actually keep those garbage bags inflated with it's like a vacuum like there's a huge engine system in east lake <laughs> syracuse is another one that has well roof, roof. for some reason where vacuum. it snows the most they decide to make the roofs out of garbage bags <laughs> yeah. and air yeah that's true it's a good it's a good plan i like it and they both are going to collapse and they both cost like billions of well, dollars a year to maintain i'm gonna give you a spoiler 
the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome has been demolished for several years, so it's not going to collapse. It's been leveled many years ago. Some say the roof is still it's still, it's still standing. Yeah, that's right. Did we pick this game at all yet, or are we still talking about it? Uh, I, took, I took Tampa Bay. You I took Dallas, man. <laughs> Steve took Tampa Bay. I took Dallas. Yeah, we're not on Tampa I'm Bay. Taking, I'm taking Dallas, too. I took Dallas. <laughs> What do you got, Dallas or Minnesota, Steve? You probably remember who's playing. Most I of mean, I, yeah, I don't know how we got off on Hubert Humphrey, but I'll tell you, I, <laughs> I think Dallas is going to win this game. Yeah. I think Zeke's going to pound 120 yards out, a couple of touchdowns, uh-huh. one receiving, one yeah. rushing. Zeke's looks good this year. He's back. He's back. He is. He looks good. Pollard looks good, too. Yeah, that team looks – I mean, they look all, all very good. Yeah, well-rounded well, team. Monday night game – is not one that the executives at ESPN are probably very happy with scheduling preseason. It's a couple of below 500 teams. One very expected in the New York Giants, who are two and five. Um, did you see that catch Daniel Jones made this week on a on a quarterback pass? He was the Collinsworth Football Focus uh, highest rated receiver of the week, I believe. He, I'll tell you what, he made a he looked like Odell Beckham in that Giants uniform. Nice one handed catch. He's a very Got athletic guy. Totally murdered. For yeah, some he, reason his Giants uniforms just doesn't just doesn't make him look very I don't know. They right, just he's look fast. Like a, I mean he, he, is, ran, he, he was one of the fastest. But players. then you know the play where he tripped over his own feet. And, yeah, that uh, run though, he was he was like one of the highest he, speeds he all he the Oh. That's because he was going too fast. So yeah. the Giants, anyway, they're terrible, but they play frisky from time to time. I'll say that. They're going to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs. Clearly the biggest disappointment at this point. I mean, I'm not disappointed. I hate them. But their fans are probably disappointed for the 3-4 and four record. Bunch of interceptions for Mahomes. They have more turnovers this year through seven games than they had all of last season combined, which is nuts. And they just don't look very good right now. Their defense isn't good. Their offense is struggling. You know they can snap out of it and score 100 points any week, which is probably the week I pick against them most likely. But, you know, it's just it's crazy. It's kind of unexpected, and um, it's just not something people were talking about going into the season. Now it seems like a serious issue that they got to get resolved. Mike, what do you think? Who you got, Giants or Chiefs? Well, speaking of getting to the point, the game is at Arrowhead Stadium. Mm-hmm. Arrowheads are very uh, sharp and pointy. Very true. And I think this is a get-right game for the Chiefs. Yeah. I think they get right at home. I think the Giants come in. I think it's going to be a more interesting game than you might think. I'm guessing the over-under is probably, what, seven and a half, maybe even like ten in this game? The spread, you mean? I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's probably Chiefs. I would guess it's probably right Yeah, there. I'm going to take I'm gonna take the Chiefs in a get-right game here. I don't see them sliding down this slope too much. I think they got too much talent uh-huh. on offense. They've been making some moves on defense to kind of right the ship there. Uh, so I'm going to take the Chiefs on Monday night at Arrowhead, where it's going to be very loud. They're going to be very boisterous, mm-hmm. and they're going to make a point in this game that they're still relevant in the AFC race. To All the Super right. Bowl. Well, Steve, what do you think? Giants, Chiefs. Well, the Giants are going to be uh, on the road here away from MetLife Urinal, mm-hmm. and Kansas City going to have Patrick Mahomes driving uh, – from his house to the game in his State Farm covered car, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to uh, get yeah, a, a Patrick, Patrick Mahomes rate. Yeah, Patrick Price. I think, gonna, I think he's going to drop about mm, 
45 points on New York. Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've talked about this pretty much all these most recent weeks, how they were going to get right, and they're going to get right, and they're going to get right, and they are going to get right. Obviously, at some point, you would think they are going to get right. Um, looked like Mahomes may get con- may got concussed in that game. He didn't. They said he passed protocol right on the spot. That seems fishy. That was probably a State Farm agent that did the concussion test in the blue tent. That was probably a little trade-off. But for that Patrick rate, I don't know. I, obviously, this is a game they. I mean, they have to get right. They have to beat the shit out of the Giants. If they don't have beat to. the shit out of the Giants, then there are serious questions about this team. I think they'll mop the Giants up. It'll be ugly. It'll be no fun to watch at all unless you're watching the Ma- the Manning cast. Because the Manning cast on ESPN2 is very entertaining. It is. I like it. It keep you into maybe watching a game that you have no other interest in because those guys are good. And they usually have good guests. So I'm going to go Chiefs as well. We're all on the Chiefs, obviously. That's an easy one. You know what, Len? The, the Manny cast might have great guests, but not as good as ours. That's true. That is absolutely true because they couldn't book Steve if their life depended on it. They have no idea how to get I a hold know. of him. They no. don't even know how to get a hold of the guy. We do. Mike knows how to get a hold of him. We got a hold of him. He made his picks. We'll see how he does against the living room champs. We haven't been that great lately, so the opportunity for a loss or for a win for you, I'm sorry, Steve, is up there. It's right out in the front of you. I mean, you probably don't care if you win or lose. Maybe you do. I don't know. But beating Mike is a fun, fun week. So hopefully <laughs> you get a win this week. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I appreciate you guys having me on here. And just looking down my list here, it looks like I picked all the way teams except for, like, three. So I'm probably not going to do great. All right. But well. I I enjoyed uh, come being able to come here and talk to you guys. Uh, had fun chopping it up with you. Yeah, it's a pleasure meeting you for sure. Yeah, I just try to pay attention to who's playing where and what the field's like next time, Steve. Yeah, I really like to know what, what surface they're you playing. You know, and what the weather. There wasn't a lot of weather factors, I think, in this game, unless there's some excessive rain in some of these Weather's about ready to pick up. It there. is. The weather reports will pick up. Weather's fake. I've gotten a lot of good a up. lot of, lot of of good feedback about the weather reports and how the little factors might affect the game, because that's analysis you don't get anywhere else that's other true. than the living room. Even though Len hates weather. And it's fake. Weather's deep fake. It okay. Even if a computer made it, it's still relevant to the outcome of the game. So we have to cover it here in the living room. Yeah, I let Mike cover it. I do. I can't. I can't bring myself to that. That's level. right. I'll read the radar. You'll get the ten day forecast. You'll get everything else you need right here in the living room. Steve rules. Thank you for joining us tonight on the love seat for your week eight NFL picks. We greatly appreciate your time. You're welcome here in our living room anytime. Len, Double John's the jobs. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here in the living room. Listeners, we appreciate you. Please follow us at Living Room Champs on Facebook, Instagram, Discord, at LRC Pod on Twitter, livingroomchamps.com, and send us some questions for the mailbag. It's getting. It's getting depressing in the mailbag, and we got to get is. some mail. We need to fill it back up. we got to get some mail. I don't care what email. Livingroomchamps at gmail.com. Friday this week, we got the Herzing brothers talking about Halloween having naughty three, so make sure you tune into that. And the top scariest wrestling gimmicks of all time. Yes. We're keeping it Halloween themed this weekend on the That's right. sofa. And we also got a pod up for our top five scariest movies, Johns. You were in that one. Yep, the Entertainment Center co-hosted by my man John John Job. And he talked about his favorite Halloween movies, not scary movies. I threw a couple he, of he scary likes, movies he in there. Halloween yeah. movies. We were a little I mean Mike trended scary yeah. a little bit more. But 
you know, mixed bag, a mixed it, bag yeah. as you get with a Halloween yeah, with a Halloween bag. bag, bag, you, like get a Halloween bag. bag. you get a you get a cornucopia of treats, exactly. and that's what you get here in the living room. Thank you for joining us, everyone. We will see you next time. Thank you, Steve Rules, for joining us right here, and we'll see you next time in the living room.